Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Sports Sunday On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. Fire up the grill, fill up your cup, and get the recliner ready. It's time for Hour 2 of Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle, and taking it past midfield, and down the sideline he goes. This is storybook, an opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin, and this place is absolutely going wild. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company. Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillwork Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. And here comes Hines again. Oh my goodness! Can he do it twice? Is this for real? Can you believe it? Even a little Dion strut to the end zone. 101 yards. Football Sunday on 1080. Do you believe it? No. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. What this is not on here. The fan. We ain't that going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't even stop now. Hour number two, NFL football on the TV, and hopefully football Sunday on the app, the radio. We're watching, uh, what is it right now? We got uh, Ravens, Lions, I believe, uh, what is it, Bucks, Falcons are on the TV. Everybody's favorite team in the Lions. And the Seahawks are going to play later today. Jeez. Uh... Fantasy alert, Jerome Ford already giving the Cleveland Browns a 7-0 lead. With a uh, big old run. Big old run. He's already got two carries for 77 yards so far. 69 yards, one touchdown. That's crazy. But uh, the Seahawks, they will be playing later today against the Cardinals at home in Seattle. And I, I wanted to talk about them because I I just don't understand them at all up until this point of the year. I think with the NFL season, you segment it into four-week, five-week, kind of like parts into the season to try and get a story to figure out what this team is or where they're going, where they've been. And I still don't know what to do with the Seahawks team. I mean, they start the year against the Rams with that them throwing up on themselves in that second half of the game. Then they come out and beat 
one of the best teams in the league in the NFC and the Lions putting up 37 points against that defense, which has looked amazing this year at points. You do the same against the Panthers, which they're the Panthers, so you put up 37 points against them. You put up 24 points against the Giants. That's an easy win there. You sack uh, Daniel Jones, I believe, what was it, seven, eight times in that game, so more of a defensive effort. And then you go to Cincinnati where you're about to play a Bengals team who at this point in the year, people are wondering if they need to uh, start considering packing it in. Joe Burrow's not 100% healthy. The offenses look putrid. But then you look even worse than them. And you lose 17-13 to at Cincinnati. I understand it's a away game, but teams win away games all the time. Mm -hmm. And Geno Smith in that offense... It's just so inconsistent sometimes. I feel like it's very predicated on the other team's defensive performance. Like it's they don't go out and make the plays and go out and dice up the defense and they aren't the one. It's most I feel like it's mostly the other team dribbling it down their leg. If they're shooting themselves in the foot like that, they're the reason that the Seahawks are performing. And this week last week to me was an opportunity for them to strike against the Bengals. And get another win, you go to then four and one on the season, and huge missed opportunity. Maybe the Bengals are making that uh, that turn the corner right now. We'll see this week, but I, I just I don't get the Seahawks team. Very confusing. Uh, yeah, I I definitely see that. You know, you start the start the season uh, with a a blowout loss to a, a division. Rival. Well, and again, you were right there, and then that second half of that game, you were just like, "What?" It, it, it the got, hell? I got out of that got out of hand real fast. Uh, but then you, you know, you gave Detroit, who's arguably one of the best teams in football, you know, their first L, you know, in that in there, and then Geno has played well so far up until last week when he threw two touch or threw in, two interceptions and was sacked four times. By far, his worst game of this season, you know, so. I do expect him to bounce back just considering that they – I think they let one go last week uh, against the against Cincinnati. I think, I just think they, they didn't play well that entire game. They couldn't get the ball moving. But um, if there's ever a day to get yourself right, it's playing against the Cardinals. I think that could potentially be a game to where you can kind of right the ship. And if you can end this, end this day, end this afternoon, excuse me, and you're sitting at 4-2 and – um, you're still in a great spot. You're still like, you know, right behind the 49ers at the top of the uh, NFC West. So I still think there's some still there's some great things about this Seahawks team. Uh, but I think it starts with Geno Smith. If Geno is going to produce and he's going to get be able to get, get a touchdown on the board, I think he got a chance to win. But if he's going to have a game like he had last week where he can't connect with any of his receivers and they can't get the ball moving and he can't stay on his feet, then, yeah, it's going to be a long year for them. But I've at this point I believe in I believe in Geno and I believe in this uh, Seahawks team. Don't actually tell anybody I said that, but I do think the Seahawks are much well, better. Well, you just than they said it playing. on air, so I, I mean, mean, you probably well, told like uh, at least three people. Well, I mean, don't tell them that I I I, I said it, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm being tongue in cheek a little bit. But at the same time, uh, I do think the Seahawks team is better than we've seen this far. Um, and I do think with a, a little more season ahead of them, we talked about being halfway through the college season. We're not even at a halfway point in the NFL season yet. And so there's still some time for them to really figure out who they are and, you know, how they're going to combat these great teams like the, you know, the great teams in the NFC, like the Eagles and like the uh, 49ers who are just, man, just running through people. 
trying to combat that is going to take a better than one for five red zone effort. That That's the reason they lost against Cincy right there. One of those, you're, you're done. I mean, even a field goal. Yeah, I guess uh, technically that that's a loss, but uh, I, I'm not getting in the red zone to kick field goals is my idea. So, so that is ridiculous. One of the things that drives me the absolute craziest and I've seen a lot with the Cowboys fans is stalling out in the red zone, yeah. red zone and kicking field goals drives me nuts. Well, and that uh, a great quarterback leads you to the end zone and they've got a great running back. They, you know, have a full offense. They've got, gosh, and that just division alone, I feel like they're like number two, you know, with San Francisco, like they're stacked um, as far as like different weapons, you know, compared to who has the best offense. So it's that's not the issue. It's just executing. And simply put, you know, you got a quarterback who's in the good tier, not great in the NFL, and that kind of falls on him. And even Gino last week said, we've got to do better in the red zone. And they, it's not just that game. I think they've been bottom third all season in the red zone in the NFL. They're just not great when it comes to needing to score right when they're there. Now again, luckily they have the Cardinals at home. So that's a that's a feather in the cap right ah, there. To sneaky be able to play though, the they sneaky. are. Trust me. Again, as a Cowboy fan, I know this Cardinals team unfortunately way too well after uh, that uh, week two or week one game or week three game against them. So uh, we'll see what Joshua Dobbs and company has. The man who can't even buy his own jersey at the Cardinals team shop. You like that? Um, but <laughs> that would be frustrating. What if you're a pro you're NFL player a, you're and you a pro player go to the and pro a good shop player, and... like uh, one of the good players, well, and get there and like, you what do you? you I mean, Joshua Dobbs has played quarterback and he's yeah. had some performances, but I mean, I don't know if I would use the word like good. He's serviceable. I mean, he's there. He's their guy now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, he's the, he's the you know. Listen, yeah. I might get some uh, get some attempts by the end of the year. Arizona might be calling me. They're like, listen, Josh, you're you're playing a little bit too well here. Sometimes, okay, reel it in. James Conner, stop running the ball so hard. Can you please stop doing that? If I'm doing just handoffs, I could I could start NFL game right now. Well, yeah. Just I mean, handoffs. Definitely. I mean, my three... My, I could that, go screen pass. My, uh, my drop, my bam, 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 handoff, I can... Dude. How's your fake? How's your play action fake? Oh, dude, I'm getting at least two world? guys. I'm, yeah. I'm getting two guys going with yeah. me at least. Yeah, yeah, we're getting mismatches all day. Just, no, just off of my fakes alone. I was, um, I was, uh, I think I've said this. I was a great quarterback outside of the passing part, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like the, no, man, like hey. the snap, getting the ball, the drop back, the handoff, the you boot, look professional. the running. Like I could do it all. Like damn, this guy knows it. Oh boy, yeah, that ball came it. out, and that is not good. <laughs> yeah, like there it is. Okay. Well, you can't be any worse than Daniel Jones. <laughs> oh, that's man. for sure. Boy, Jones and Jones right now both. Do they even want him throwing the ball? They paid him forty million dollars to what? Hand it off to the running back most of the time. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's talk about some bad NFL quarterback play because there's a few this uh, year, and I feel like this is a problem that we have um, as a collective in the media leading up to any NFL season is we try to look at every team as if everything is going to be going 100% okay, no injuries, and that someone's not going to suck. We need to look at some of these teams and these quarterbacks and be like, wow, this is bad. Yeah, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> this is going really bad. And the thing, the thing about it, that, Joe, is there's a lot of them right now. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of them. There is more bad quarterbacks than good ones right and, now. And really quickly before we get out to break and change subjects, uh, it looks like Baltimore is up on Detroit right now, 7 to nothing. And if you all like to live bet like I do, oh boy. the line is Detroit plus 7.5. Oh, I would ooh, take that all day, every day. That's tasty right I there. would throw five units at that if you can't. You're not going to get that for long. And it looks like they might take it off the board. You know, they just took it off my board on Bavada. So, so <laughs> you're like, go, go look go, and see if you can run. grab that 7.5 plus for Detroit. 
quickly. Dear God. Uh, yeah, let's talk about some uh, bad quarterback play, bad teams in the league, um, because just like we did with USC, it's always fun to watch a train wreck, right? We do that next here. Grillwork Supply Co. is a sponsor of Football Sunday. We do that next here on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. All right, we love uh, giving props to some of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, week to week, we love um, lamenting on uh, great performances that we see throughout the league. Even if uh, Dak Prescott has a good performance, we still nitpick it and talk about how it was bad somehow. Did you say Pickett? Kenny Pickett. Oh, okay. Is he on yeah. your list? Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, Danny I- Werfel 2.0. Yeah. He is. Wanted to definitely talk about some bad starting quarterback play because, you know, there's obviously bad quarterbacks in general. I believe that the Bears are starting, uh, was it Tyson Bagent? Or Badgett? B- or Bagent? Bagget or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, P.J. Walker somehow won last week with a 45.2 quarterback rating. XFL star right there, baby. Let's go. But there are some uh, guys that are actually paid as starters in the league that are supposed to perform and are not. And I think we need to take a few minutes to question whether or not it's time to uh, start looking at other options. I know one team can't uh, for financial region reasons, but uh, let's start with uh, across the faux marble table with Rashad and your uh, Patriots, Mac Jones. <sighs> Bud. Don't even say his name. Just call him Patriots quarterback or something. Don't, you know, don't call. I don't <laughs> Patriots like quarterback name. to number 10 yeah. on the Madden my, roster. My, listen. I don't know what Belichick is usually a really smart dude and has been, you know, for most of his career. Pick the right people, very seldom go out and grab draft receivers in the first round or second round. Um and he has a great relationship with Nick Saban. We know that. 
which is why Mac Jones is a Patriot. Mac Jones is the worst quarterback that this franchise has ever had. <laughs> ever had. As a franchise starter. Because as I'm a, sure, you know, as, uh, Brian Hoyer had to go out there a couple times. Brian Hoyer won some games. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hoyer won, the, won games for the Patriots. You know, Mac Jones has not been a great quarterback since day one. When Tom Brady took over for the Patriots, the Pats were a defensive team and he was a game manager. Don't believe me? Go back and look at the stats. Brady was not trusted to throw the ball through the air like that. It wasn't until he became all the way comfortable with the offense to where Belichick kind of, you know, let go of the reins and said, man, go out there and do your thing. That's not going to happen with Mac. He just, he can't, he can't make those throws. And he couldn't make those throws at Alabama, but we decided to overlook that because he was Saban's guy. And now he's been here for year five, year four, and he has been just as bad as he was the first year. Mac Jones is the definition of, mediocre quarterback he should be a clipboard guy that's just what i feel i mean that that sums it up after you lose to uh the cowboys what was it 35 to 3 and then the saints 34 to 0 they put up uh, they had like uh 70 some odd points put up and they they scored three in two games get out of here bro that's not that's not an nfl starting quarterback uh he can i'm sure he'll be a great college analyst for ESPN or for Fox or whomever, but him playing, yeah, for but him playing, um, call or excuse me, NFL quarterback for a, a franchise shouldn't be happening. He should be a clipboard guy. Well, simply put, it sounds like the system that Bill had in place there for year one. I mean, how much did he let Mac throw? Not much. It, we were all kind of like, well, we don't know what Mac Jones is yet, even though they made the playoffs and played in one game for the New England Patriots his rookie year because he barely got to throw the ball. They leaned on the run all the time, and now we're seeing him exposed. He's gotten injured. A he likes to punch times. people in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a weird character. He's and a Grayson Allen of honestly, the NFL. Yeah, and that's a guy that I definitely don't want nothing to do with, and that's pretty much what Mac Jones is out there Dude. on the field. He's Grayson Allen. And wouldn't you know it, Patriots are up 10-0 on the Bills right now. What the heck? And, and that was because— Everybody <laughs> said the Bills are going to smash and the New was, England and that Patriots! that was because uh, they decided to give the ball, and Mac Jones is doing his job and handing the ball to Ezekiel Elliott and who got his who got the score. All oh, right. Horrible week for NFL betting. Move on to um, another Jones, Daniel Jones. Oh, my God. You want to talk about cousins? a team that's screwed? Like, I don't know. I haven't dove into that contract and when they can get out of it. And there are some other problems with that team they in just general. It. I know. I know. I know. Get out of it immediately. Oh, I like, agree with just, you. Uh, they should have never given him that amount of money to begin with. I want to know what they were thinking. Does he have naked pictures of, like, the Seriously. owners or something? Like, there's no way there was he like you know probably what? looks at them like he does have those pictures that wide-eyed stare that he has. He's he, creepy. It's creepy, right, dude? That I don't talk about the kid, but yo, like, stop looking at me like that. Listen, uh, and I know find it sexy. And listen, I know he's the quarterback, so it's not like uh, he can block the guys that are sacking him. You know that takes an offensive line to do that. Like they haven't really been doing any justice for him at all this year. So I will say that is that. Daniel Jones has had a terrible year after signing a contract because he, what is it, 11 sacks against one team, Cowboys had seven sacks, Seahawks had seven sacks. Like, he is on pace to be sacked more than any quarterback in any season ever. So, he's not really getting his fair shake, but also, you gave the dude 40 mil a year after he threw only 15 touchdowns last year. And to put it into perspective, as far as Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, Joshua Dobbs, Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, Bryce Young are all 
better quarterbacks at this point than Daniel Jones is, per the stats. But and using the word better, as far as stat, yeah, stats per, go per stats say, and you know, and those are quarterbacks that we all crap on, you know, all the time. And Daniel Jones isn't close to those guys. Yeah, it's that is getting out of hand quickly there. And you see Brian Dable also uh, sometimes, like he is. And I saw someone, um, I don't know if it's Twitter or Reddit, but someone made a great point about an NFL head coach and the pressure that they have. Like, Daniel Jones, regardless of what happens this year, like, he's getting paid. He's still making a butt ton of money. He's probably going to be the starter next year, maybe the year after that. Then he'll be carrying a clipboard somewhere else for the next five years. He'll be fine. Some of these guys in the NFL that are head coaches only get this opportunity and this chance once. So when... Your quarterback is playing the way he is, and you are known as an offensive guru and offensive mind. Hell yeah, I'm pissed throwing my tablet, being like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I couldn't. I, someone put it in that perspective, like, they only got one chance to make this work as a head coach, and then that can lead to other head coaching positions in the future. So if you're Brian Dable, if you're uh, the Arthur Smith in Atlanta right now, <laughs> And you've had Desmond Ritter was the other quarterback on my list. And you've had to deal with, no offense to Marcus, but Marcus Mariota and now Ritter in back-to-back years. It's like, dude, can you please give me a quarterback to work with here so he I can show? No, he picked him. Yeah, unfortunately, that was a wrong choice. Yeah. I, mean, I understand what was happening. Marcus left. Ritter was, what, a second-round pick, third-round pick? supposed to be just like Marcus Mariota, which was why it was the perfect marriage when he was brought in to start and well, teach Ritter. Well, guess what? Teach you did what? You did not use a high pick on him. He's not good. You had one of his receivers almost want to rip his head off on the sideline the other uh, week when he was trying to uh, hype him up on the sideline. That's good. If I'm Arthur Smith, that's like one of those, like, I understand my head coach and want the position, but, dear God, if you don't give me a quarterback... What the hell am, am I, I doing? doing? Like I it's, am an offensive setting guy. somebody up for for failure. You Seriously. know, if you don't have a quarterback, quarterback, or at least a quarterback you believe in in that position. So I mean, I got the Jones brothers. I got Ritter, the Jones brothers, and then uh, and then Ryan Tannehill. We're done there. I think that's. I think the Titans throw in that uh, mayo coffee eating disgusting son of a bitch there that they got on the bench. Uh, what's his name? Will Levis, um, because Malik Willis is not going to be. Your starter. No, they already tried him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not good. So, not um, good, Bob. So, yeah, I got the Jones brothers, Ritter, and Tannehill. Those are my four this year where it's just like, dear God, scratch my eyeballs out as I'm watching the these games right now. It's bad. Um, I mean, it's both definitely both the Jones brothers, how we got this conversation started. Um, uh, Desmond Ritter, for as as bad as he is, he's still thrown for 1,300 yards so far in the season. So, yeah, he's, I guess he's still doing something relatively right, you know, out, out there in Atlanta. But, but I'm uh, telling you, it's not. It's, no. It's no, not right. No, but I, I would probably say, and I don't want to go Bryce Young or Kenny Pickett just because I still think they're really young. Zach Wilson's still very young in their NFL careers. But as far as guys that have been around for a little bit, man, Jimmy G is Jimmy G. He hasn't been good since those two games that he played or that game and a half that he played as a Patriot. And that time he got the 49ers to the Super Bowl. You know, outside of that, he's been a, a pretty average quarterback and still kind of showing it. So, yeah, I think that's it for me. Got any garbage uh, quarterbacks over there? 
or uh, we, I mean, I don't know. Somebody we missed and didn't take? No, I, I don't. As uh, far as, like, starters go, I mean, the Jordan Love experiment also is starting to that run I was course. I was just going to say, you know, it sounds like that the time, at least in the offseason, the Green Bay Packers brass and Matt LaFleur thought, oh, man, we found our <laughs> Lamar Jackson. They, no, they played, you didn't. They played the Bears week one, and they're like, I think this might work. It's like, no, you just played the Bears week one is all you did. Yeah, the, the quarterback greatness in Green Bay is over. They should probably start to look at into the fountain of quarterback ink as well. They they played the Bears, uh, the Packers. They played the Bears and the Falcons to start. Jordan Love, after two games, had uh, over 400 yards passing, six touchdowns, no interceptions. Since then, he has thrown two touchdowns and six interceptions. Mm, yes. so, Killing. Against uh, New Orleans, Detroit, and then losing to Las Vegas last. So, going great. It's going great. Hey, who do you guys love? I think I all love... my picks are already busted, so... <laughs> Well, there are still some games left to be played. So, so we'll take an know. afternoon slate then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, got, we, uh, we got those 1 p.m. games. We got a Monday night game as well. We can do um, that. Sunday night game, obviously. So it's time for Who Do You Love next right here on Football Sunday, brought to you by Grillwork Supply Co. But first, Jordan Schultz. Schultz, Sports Center update. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Rashad and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Who do you love? All right, let's do a little a quick recap over the last few weeks since uh, we took a hiatus. After, uh, what is it, week five, Rashad, you went with the uh, Patriots covering against the Saints. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's all I'll say there. Uh, you had Baltimore covering against the Steelers that week, and they just, I don't know what happened with Baltimore that week. That was stupid. This is why I don't lose my money. But Man, then you had, this week. you had the 49ers covering against my Cowboys, and boy, did they. Um and now your record for this season stands at five and four. Ugh. Uh the last time we were on air, uh I took Texans plus two and a half 
uh, to cover, I believe, against the Falcons or something like that. And they did. They only lost by two. Okay. Jordan, you and I both did a little double bet on the Giants-Miami Dolphins game a couple weeks ago where I took the Giants to cover the 13. You took the Miami to cover the 13. Miami covered. They won 31-16. There we go, baby. Mm. That uh, garbage time field goal from the Giants should have been a garbage time touchdown, damn it. Um, I took the Chiefs to cover three and a half. I, I believe it was against the Broncos or something two weeks ago. Either way, I was right. Uh, Jordan, you had Houston, Atlanta over. That did not hit by like two points. It was so close because CJ Stroud, man, he has gone off. Like yeah. that kid's scoring points now. And then you had the Rams to cover four against the Eagles. That did not happen. Nope. Uh, I am also five and four. Jordan, two and seven. I I I, I am rough. It's a rally so week. It's a rally week right here. No, so, I don't think so. I hey, I think so. Maybe not in your app, but on in this segment, it's a rally week. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Rams today. Um, covering the three and a half against the Steelers. This is in Los Angeles. Pittsburgh having to come all the way across the country to play against the Rams after an emotional victory against the Ravens, uh, 17-10. I believe that they are coming off of the bye week, but I don't care. I don't trust Kenny Pickett. I don't trust the Steelers' offense. And the Rams, uh, they got Cooper Cutback. They're playing pretty decent this year when a lot of teams, a lot of people thought they were going to be maybe a 6-7 win team. Well, they're already halfway there, so I got them covering three and a half today at home against the Steelers. Man, very good. Um... Shoot, I'm going to take a game uh, that involves two, count them, two former Nick Saban players and Alabama quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa play each other today uh, as the Dolphins visit the Eagles. The Eagles are a three-point favorite. This is tough because as I look at both of their schedules, neither of them have really played quote-unquote quality teams yet, right? And But they both have the same record at five and one. But if you look at both of their schedules, they're like, uh, they, they, they beat teams, but none of them have been great teams. Um, I think that Philadelphia is going to have a, have to bounce back after last week's disappointing loss to an inferior team. Um, but I'm going to take Miami to cover their three points. Yeah, I saw that earlier. That, I thought that would be interesting. I mean, that has potential to be a close game and just a uh, straight-up Miami victory. Right. So, yeah, I like that. Jordan. Um, I'm thinking that I'm uh, at least the first one's going to be our game here on 1080 The Fan later. The Seahawks and Cardinals. Ooh. Don't have as much faith in the Seattle Seahawks as uh, I just can't believe the nine is uh, the line, excuse me, is nine and a half to cover. I feel like Vegas is trying to trick me here, but I'm going to go the Arizona Cardinals plus 9.5. Yes, even on the road. Plus nine point five. I don't. Damn. I don't mind it either. I mean, I could see this being a Seahawks at home big victory, but I've seen how the Cardinals play this year. They can be annoying as hell. Uh, my next game, I am going to the AFC West. The Chargers oh, against the Chiefs. Dang it. I am taking the Chargers to cover the six points against Kansas City. Kansas City's offense has been weird this year, man. Unless they're playing the Bears, which is the case for everybody when they play the Bears, but. It is just not been the same this year as years past. Maybe they start to flip the switch and start putting up more 30-point games. Patrick Mahomes starts looking like himself a little bit more. But also the Chargers, this is this is a big game. If I hate moral victories, but you got to basically win this game if not keep it close. Man. You go to 2 and 4, the season's not over, but if you go to 2 and 4 and you lose by multiple possessions in this one, 
that seat is going to be on fire a lot for of Brandon people, Staley. A lot of people that think they should punt on Justin Herbert already. I want to go that far. There, I mean, there's there's people out there that are saying like he's not it, not the answer. But hey, or maybe I this is just this is who he is, and where people are saying like unleash him a little bit more. It's like, well, maybe this is just his cap like yeah. this is this peak right here um but i think that the chargers are going to keep it close tonight because they absolutely have to they have the offense to do it it was a weird week last week against the cowboys um so i think they rebound and they have to it's a huge game i don't think the chiefs had the offense to keep them uh, that far away so chargers plus six what you got man uh so san francisco Disappointing loss last week. Minnesota Vikings, disappointing season thus far. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but the Vikings, or uh, excuse me, San Francisco is favored um, by seven today. Um, That's Monday night game. That's Monday night game. Excuse me. Uh, They are favored by seven, which could change by then. I don't don't think so unless it's getting bigger. But uh, if you look at any of Minnesota's games, they've all been right around seven-point losses or maybe a seven-point win. So I think seven, six, seven might be the magic number. So uh, I'm taking uh, San Francisco on the points. I've actually got a sneaky one here. It's a player prop, and I think it's a good line. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown score in the first half, you're getting about plus 150 to 160 on different books. So I'm going Travis Kelsey in the first half against the Chargers to score a touchdown. Good money there, plus 155. Mm. So throw a couple units on there. Take is, a little risk. Is there a prop on Taylor Swift mentions? I don't even care. <laughs> I'm just, sure. I would love to take that. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure. sure there is, and I just want to get back to football. Please. <laughs> well, I'm sure Travis Kelsey does, too. Uh, no, he does, and he wants to. Never mind. I just made a very, almost made a very dirty joke on the air. All right. Please, go. go forward. We have a dump button. Nope. <laughs> not, not long enough for that. I think this is the perfect place to make dirty <sighs> jokes. We do it all the time, yeah. All right, we've got uh, one more game apiece here. I am going to go with the Packers versus Broncos. Wow, what a riveting matchup, right? It's got an over-under set at 44.5, which to me is like a uh, low 20s game that they keep close. Uh, Green Bay is a one-point favorite, so it's basically a pick em. But I don't – I've seen these teams – it's not fun. It's not fun to watch by any means at all. And I don't think these offenses, what they've seen this year, uh, give me any confidence that they're going to be able to put up over 44 and a half combined. But chances are it's going to be a 38-35 shootout. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take the under Packers Bronco 44 and a half. I'm going to switch things up. This is football Sunday, but something very important happens this upcoming week, and it's the start of the NBA season. Glad new look Blazers, new look. Uh, Bucks, new look Golden State Warriors and Phoenix Suns as uh, the Warriors are going to visit the excuse me, the Suns are going to visit the Warriors on TNT 7 o'clock on Tuesday and currently Golden State is a one point favorite um, <laughs> that's crazy right? Just one? No, know? I'm just, I mean that's a pick em, so yeah. what are you going to do? I know right so uh, um, and the over under is 232 <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to take um I'm going to take the over. You don't even know what you're going to take. No, I don't. But either way, Golden State, uh, favored by one. That doesn't sound correct. I would probably take uh, Phoenix and the points. Yeah. Phoenix to cover the one? Absolutely. Okay. So <laughs> I, I think Phoenix is probably a better team than so Golden State. So Phoenix to win then? P- pretty much, yeah. Because if they cover the one, they can't tie. But, yeah. So 
to win. <laughs> essentially, win. it's a pickup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially, there's no, there's really, and there's when I say there's little information here, there is no information because they haven't got any really spread. Automatic spread lock, yet. Phoenix. So uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go Inside ahead and say info Phoenix. guaranteed. I love the vagueness in those things. Phoenix Gold State lock. It's like what? What, what is the lock? Tell me, like Steph Phoenix Curry Gold State. Guarantee it. That's the lock. It's like ah, uh, I love it. God. What do you love? Well, you gotta call him to give me money. Well, he'll help you go five and zero. Oh. Um, guaranteed. Royals season three. Insider confirmed. All right, let's take a baseball game for my third pick. What? Today. All right, we're I going. Guess, I guess that's kind of happening. Oh yeah, right. The ALCS game six. That Houston could punch their ticket to the World oh, is Series. That a thing? What? <laughs> yes, yes, Rashad, it is a thing. Uh, Framber Valdez is on the bound. He's been absolute ass in the playoffs for the Houston Astros. Straight cheeks, bro. <laughs> So slap those cheeks, Texas. So for that reason alone, I will say Texas, they are even money straight up. Uh, I will take the money line on Texas tonight. Tejas, huh? Mm. Tejas to tie Going seven, and send huh? it to a game seven. I, right. Texas is so good. I know it's at Houston, which is, I think it's a ballsy pick. But there we go. Texas straight up. Well, you're uh, guaranteed to lose some money there, folks. So uh, I hope you wrote down those picks. Take them up to uh, A&A. Take them to Spirit Mountain. Wherever you want to place your bets or on uh, BetMGM app, whatever the hell you give your money, some offshore bookie, um, those are your automatic locks for the day. All right, uh, Ravens are up 21 nothing on the Lions. You know, not surprised, right? Jeez. Lamar Jackson is looking like the second coming. Yeah, right I now, had the Lions killing. in three of my four parlays today. Oof. This sucks. Oofka. Yeah, that's... Uh, They're done. It's, uh, hey, maybe a really cool comeback. We'll see. Uh, we're going to wrap this baby up next. Blazers basketball starts this week. Man, does it? Unreal. So excited. Let's do a quick five-minute preview of the 23-24 season mm. next year. Football Sunday, 1080 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. So the Portland Trailblazers start their season this week against. Yes. I believe it's the Suns Clippers. or the Clippers? Clippers. Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers. Sorry, they played the Suns twice in the preseason. I knew that. Um. Wednesday night in Los Angeles, 7.30 tip against the Los Angeles Clippers um, or whoever is in a Clippers uniform that night. I would die if they load managed the first night of the season, sat Paul George and Kawhi Leonard just to stick it to the league. That'd Could you great. imagine if they traded for James Harden and then said, oh, we're going to load manage him? <laughs> Sit all three of them the first <laughs> night. <laughs> um, and then the Blazers' home opener is going to be a Friday against the Orlando Magic. Um, tickets as low as $14, folks. Go see Scoot, mm. everybody. Blazers are pumping it out. Uh, so how many games are you guys watching until you stop watching? 
You going five, ten, fifteen games? How how long are you giving this uh, this uh, baby Blazers experiment before you realize, man, I I have a I have a life and time that I can spend on other things. Well, the great thing about this team is that there is no expectation. That is true. There's no. They need to make the playoffs. There's those, no. We need to get an all star. It's one of those expect the worst, hope for the best things. Yeah. And so, so I think when, when I think when that's your outlook, you can just kind of sit back and relax because you understand that winning a championship isn't the goal this year. And I think for a while it's been, if, yeah. Not think I know for a while it's been how do we get to the playoffs and how do we get to a position to compete for a conference finals and a championship? Like at this point, you know these young these young bulls are not focused on a championship it's just about trying to get better um trying to make sure you bring shade and sharp along making sure anthony is able to mature you know a little bit more and can, can continue to get better and then making sure scoot henderson uh, evolves into the superstar scott scotty brooks former okc coach uh said that scoot henderson could be russell westbrook 2.0 and i think a lot of people kind of scoff at that and it's like westbrook yes westbrook going to the Hall of Fame, one of the greatest players ever. There was one triple-double season uh, one time back in the 60s, and this Fools did it like five times since then. You know, so uh, having a guy that could be potentially compared to Russell Westbrook and his explosiveness and stuff like that, that's not a bad, that's not a bad, uh, care, or excuse me, um, 2K build to have. If you tell me your character is supposed to be Russell Westbrook, oh, yeah, let's run. We can go to the park all day. Yeah, not bad at all. I loved Russell Westbrook, um, before we didn't love him. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean in Up his early his early OKC years when he started to pop, man, I loved Russell Westbrook. And then just over time, you know, you saw his game change a bit. But um but yeah, I mean, like if you give me a young Russell Westbrook style of player For right 10 now, years, yeah, I'm good with I'm that. I'm down. I'm down. Um just as long as he's not shooting those ridiculous mid range jumpers that it, go off the top of the backboard. And it looks like Scoot can actually shoot those little middies. We'll see. And so, we'll you know, see. I think that's a that'll be a good thing. But man, I, I'm excited about these young this young team. Uh these arguably as if you're ranking like bigs, like top five of bigs in the league, probably the two best set of centers in the league on one team. Arguably in DeAndre Ayton and then uh Robert Williams. I mean I, I would have to look at some rosters, but uh, you know. Yeah, so I, I would mean, still take Jokic over those two guys combined. <laughs> I mean, I think most of us I think most of us would, you know. Well that's slow ass Jokic can't move, can't do anything, but man, the still sentient gets tub buckets, of mayo himself you know, gets buckets. Can I say something? I know we gotta go really quick and nobody said about these acquisitions of DeAndre Ayton and Robert Williams. Those are both players that the Blazers could have gotten with Dame here. The pieces were there. I'm I'm just pissed as a Blazers fan. I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna cover him as a journalist. Hate but watch. Still butthurt, and I'm I'm still thinking about just the fast transition away from Dame. Something to keep in mind with this baby Blazers team is that uh, seven of their first ten games are away games. Thirteen of their first twenty games are away games. So they're gonna learn how to be professionals. So uh, you mean they've really been set quick. up for success? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what they do awesome. uh, to Portland. They uh, love to set them up with the schedule and uh, love to take care of those uh, small market teams, right? By the awesome. way, I'm sure the Lakers will be on opening night if you want to watch them. They will. <laughs> They're playing the they playing the Denver. Another Blazer season. Here we go. But football's on the TV. Football season is still going. Thank you for enjoying Football Sunday. We will catch you all next week at 9 a.m. We will be here. And uh, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Rashad. Jordan. Why Have not? a great Sunday, everybody. Peace. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 